After my conversation with Ray, I wanted to talk with someone on the Hyphen team to get their perspective about the King Drive bid. Element and I, we were talking about the chat with Ray and she started sharing her experiences with me. And I said, hey, Element, why don't you and I just sit down and we can kind of add this onto the back end of the interview? And she said, yes. So Element is not from Milwaukee. She's actually from Detroit, but she moved here with her family when she was younger. And her perspective starts from the mid eighties all the way through now. So just, yeah, take a listen. Take a listen to our quick conversation about her experiences and her perspective about how the bid has changed over the years. And maybe you could even share your own. Element, thank you for talking with me just about your tie to Milwaukee mm -hmm. and your tie to the King Drive bid and Bronzeville and all that. Um, I yeah. know you're not from here, so kind of walk me through your first real experience with uh, falling in love with the bid. Right. It was really when I was really young, probably about six or seven, where we would travel from Detroit to Milwaukee. And one of the fun things that we would do while we were in the city for the summers where we would take we would take martial arts classes and martial art classes were few and far between back then. But there was one uniformity, which was it was Taekwondo. Everybody yeah. took Taekwondo <laughs> back in the day. And there was this incredibly beautiful building that was kind of shaped like a Chinese restaurant. It's kind of weird when I think of it now, but it might have been a prior restaurant that was turned into a dojo. And it was right where the America's Black Holocaust Museum is located now. Oh, wow. And I remember one summer we came back and it was just gone. And I looked around and there were a number of businesses that had just vanished in one summer, one year. And I was so disappointed. And I noticed that after that, more businesses started to disappear. And the whole Bronxville area started to look very different from what I remember growing up. It was so vibrant and there were so many people outside. And it was just it was like this hustling, bustling community of people that look like me. And it turned into something very, very different. And Do you I remember am, the time period when that it was? It was it was the late nineties when we officially moved here in nineteen um eighty five or eighty four. Um we it was already gone. And by the mid nineties, the area was just so different. Um you didn't have kids playing outside anymore. You didn't have these communities and families having barbecues outside. You didn't have people that you didn't know inviting you over for ice cream or to play in the sprinklers. The, it, the area just looked very different. And I'm not saying that those things didn't happen from house to house, from home to home. Right. But as a communal area, a communal space, it no longer felt that way. It felt very isolated. And I'm so happy to see that this revision of community is happening with the different stores, with the grocery store um, that is now a part of Bronxville and the entire bid district is kind of reblooming and turning into what I remember as a small child, which is a great feeling because I want to share that feeling with my children. Yeah. I want them to know that when we're in spaces and places, it can feel like family. And that's something that, um, sad to say, it kind of disappeared in the 90s. And so when it when it disappeared... Um 
what did it look like? I know you said how it felt and, and you know, some of the maybe the community aspect wasn't yeah. there. But what did it actually look like? Because it now looked, it's businesses and it it's looked, thriving. It looked the way it sounded. It looked, um, it looked like people had just lost a lot of hope for the district. And, of course, the talent and the... Um, and the love for our people and the arts, all of that was in those individual homes in that community, but it wasn't in a, a space where you could see it. So it looked a little dry and desolate and deserted. And I know there's a lot of older people and um, community members who have fought to bring back Bronxville and bring back the King Drive Bid District and bring back all of that life to the community. So it's great to see that all that effort was not in vain because the community is sprouting once again. And I'm I'm excited to see that. And what to you makes Bronzeville a Mecca? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just, I mean, the people and the history, knowing that artists that we look to, like the, the legendary artists, uh, musicians and political figures, um, visual artists, sculptors, uh, dancers, all these people came through our city and they stayed in Bronxville. They were in this artistic mecca that lived within our city that was right there by the Inner City Arts Council. Um, and and it's just, this is the location where artistry was was valued in our city. And to see something like that dry up was devastating to an artist. But now we're slowly, we've slowly been watering it for years and it's starting to rebloom. And I'm excited to see what it can be. I'm excited about the new arts and entertainment district that is um, going to happen with the new arts building. Mm -hmm. And I'm just excited to see the businesses come back. That for me has been huge because growing up in Detroit, my dentist was black. My doctor was black. My nurses were black. Yeah. The people in the corner store were black. So for me, when I came here and I didn't see a lot of that um, after Bronxville started to wane, it was disappointing personally because I didn't know what to do without that. I'd always seen us in every aspect of my yeah. life. And in Milwaukee, it was very different when Bronxville kind of dried up. Now? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things going in. I mean, people listen to the interview that I had with Ray. Mm -hmm. They they know some of the things that are coming, and they are also more aware of the King Drive Is um, initiative, the campaign, mm -hmm. to introduce people to the businesses there, and maybe that'll expand and you know to homeowners. Who knows? Yeah. But right now, the that campaign is focused just on the businesses. But when you walk through and you go to some of these uh, businesses and you see some of the homeowners, uh, what do you think just these days? Like, how does it make you feel? These days, and where do you see the bid? Well, I do future? know. I do know that um, a few years back there was a huge push to get some of these houses that were abandoned, get them, get homeowners in there. So right. homeowners began to get these grants to fix up these homes, and they live in them for a certain amount of years. If they want to stay there, they make them their forever homes, or they rent them out to people who can't afford them. Um, to afford these big, beautiful homes that are in that neighborhood. But those dollars have been going back into the businesses that are sprouting up. Because mm -hmm. remember, you want to make this a community where I can walk up the street and support another black business. Right. I can walk down the street and get my groceries. I can walk across the street and take my niece who's visiting to the Black Holocaust Museum. So the home ownership and the businesses have been working hand to hand, which is beautiful to see. 
And I think the businesses are also bringing people outside of the community to this district and they're spending their dollars there, which is a wonderful thing to see because a lot of people in our city don't necessarily know the beautiful talent that lives within those streets because MLK Drive, of course, we know, has a reputation all over the country. If you're on MLK Drive, yeah. yeah, and people play around with that reputation, but whenever you're on MLK Drive, you know that there's beautiful black people in that neighborhood. And you know that there's that's there. Yeah, you know that there's there's incredibly talented artists and businesses that will thrive because you're encouraging them to by supporting their their talents and their businesses. So for me, it's all about making sure you shop black, you encourage black people who live in that neighborhood to not, not move or to fix up, fix up those homes and rent them out to people who need those spaces and stay in the district. Don't leave because those dollars help to fund businesses and organizations that are there. Well, thank you mm-hmm. for sharing your perspective, just a little bit yeah. of your own history and connection with BID. Um, hopefully other people listening to this, it, it'll spark their own memories. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe they'll reach out to us or maybe they'll reach out to Ray and, and or maybe they'll just go yeah. to the BID um, itself. But thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me.